Hello folks, this is Catherine Hernandez here and I'm recording this excerpt of Scarborough, my novel, which has been published by Arsenal Pulp Press. Here in the beautiful mountains of Banff, Alberta, I'm here as part of the Playwrights Colony 2017. I'm so honored to be here and uh, while I was writing I thought I would love to record this excerpt for you, so here you are. Is this too much, Ma? I asked, holding up the Whitney Houston cassette tape. I think people will make fun of me. You will never be too much. You will never be too little, Bernard. You be you. My heart fluttered hearing her say that. Really? I sat cross-legged amongst the other cassette tapes. All possible song choices for the school talent show. None of the songs were newer than 1995. They were all Mom's tapes from her days growing up in Cavite back in the Philippines. What about Michael Jackson? Everybody does Michael Jackson, Ma continued sewing pink sequins on my halter top. She repositioned her ivory bracelets higher on her forearm so they wouldn't clink. Frank Sinatra? You are performing for children, not the old folks' home, we giggled. <laughs> Why not Whitney Houston? Why are you doubting yourself? Because Whitney is a girl. So? People will say I shouldn't sing it because I'm a boy. Ma held my face. You're so much more than a boy, Bing. My eyes welled up. I thought for a second I would tell her about the kiss Hakeem and I shared, but I didn't want to ruin the moment. Tell me, what in your own words is this song about? She really wants to dance and she hopes the person she likes will dance with her. Have you ever wanted to dance with somebody? My face grew hot. She poked my soft tummy. Huh? Have you? I smiled shyly and folded my hand over her fingers. It tickled. Yes, ma. Okay, see? Then doesn't matter if you are a boy or girl. No, ma. I held up the cassette tape. But how will we play this? Our tape deck isn't even loud enough. I pointed to our outdated boombox with intermittently dysfunctional speakers. Just relax, huh? I will figure things out. She used her teeth to cut the fuchsia thread and held the halter top against my torso. Looking good! Okay, try it on, and we can test the tuxedo. The night of the performance, Ma massaged my earlobes like she always did when I was nervous, but something was different. Where are your bracelets? What bracelets? I looked at the new karaoke machine at her feet. I looked at her empty wrists. Where did this come from? Listen, huh? You need to relax. Tita May is out there. The whole gang is out there. Just have fun. We will be cheering for you. Between knowing my mother sold her bracelets for me and the possibility I'd be beaten up for being a girl, I worried I'd made a mistake. Maybe Ma could still trade out the Whitney Houston cassette for the Frank Sinatra one. Maybe I could improvise my choreography. Maybe the audience would sing along loudly enough. They wouldn't notice that I didn't know the lyrics. But then the curtain slid open. I could feel the heat of the lights on my scalp. I switched the microphone on. Showtime. The music started. With my back still to the audience, I did chest isolations to the beat of the syncopated rhythm. It was like my ribs broke through something, something like a wall, something like the crash of waves. My right hip joined in on the isolations, up and down with the sound of the synth, and just as I began singing into the microphone, I expanded my chest, flat enough that you could place a coffee cup on it, Ma instructed, and pivoted around to face the audience. There was no turning back now. Sweat dribbled down the end of my nose. I could hear from the speakers the sound of my feminine voice, my truth. I could see confusion. 
The audience was wondering if I was lip syncing or singing, but my fancy trills confirmed everything. This was all me. Nox Naman, I heard Ma scream from the audience. I pumped my shoulders left and right. I pointed at stunned audience members. Ma had instructed me to walk along the lip of the stage with my hand extended to give high fives to my adoring fans, but there were none, just bewildered school band members. My voice cracked slightly at the thought of possible failure. Then the familiar chorus started. I gestured for everyone to clap along, and they did. In waves, the adults got up from their seats and clapped too. I grabbed the lapels on my tuxedo jacket, held my breath, and tugged hard. I threw it into the audience at Hakim, who twirled it like a prize he just won. Everyone was standing and clapping to the beat. It was time to take it down a notch with a bridge. I dropped to both my knees, singing into the microphone as I wanted to sing into Hakim's ear. I sang of searching for a dance partner, somebody to hold me, somebody who loves me. The audience leaned in, wondering what was to happen next. Just as the chorus began, I jumped to my feet, ripped off my button-up shirt, and revealed my pink sequined halter top. Everyone cheered. Under the auditorium lights, I felt the sweat on my bare arms, both cooling and accumulating, riding the wave of a sustained note. I felt my insides shine like a bright light from my throat through every finger. Truth! Truth! It felt like confetti. It felt like running. It felt like screaming me. Truth! Truth! I ended with my fist in the air. My eyes closed. I could hear everyone on their feet cheering for me. I could also hear my own breathing. Deep, like I was touching something way up high. The lights shone on my face. It felt so good to be me.